You're listening to the Tim and Sammy podcast. I can't think of anything better than that. You're listening to Tim and Sammy. Who? <laughs> I think there's blame on both sides. Tim and Sammy. That is actually ringing some bells now. <laughs> I think that's a little more exciting. <laughs> that is fantastic. But I ain't spending any time on it. <laughs> no way. Oh, beautiful. Great right to catch up. You're listening to the Tim and Sammy podcast. Tim and Sammy. Tim and Sammy. We'll be back. <laughs> G'day everybody, welcome to the Tim and Sammy podcast for another week And just before we kick off, Sammy Can, yeah. we, can we cut the music for a second? Cut the music oh, yeah, Cut it, maestro I don't think we should go a minute longer without an official blessing of the podcast <laughs> Yeah, no, nor do I <laughs> Take it away, Jackie from I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here Alright, Archangel Michael, come down with a band of mercy and escort any negative or lower energies in this place and Escort it to the white light, take it to the light of God Please protect all the campmates that are in here Whilst they sleep, whilst they're awake, and whilst they're dreaming. Thank you. I give thanks. Thank you, Archangel oh Michael. God. He's come down with a band of mercy. All the negative, all lower energy has been escorted away, and we're ready to crack on with a massive podcast, Sammy. What did she say? It sounded like she was calling the last race at Sandown. <laughs> so too fast. Well, I've got no idea, but we're officially blessed for another week. Let's kick this off. What's on the podcast agenda this week, Sammy? Our, our little light-hearted podcast has made uh, some big name enemies, made some big waves. Ah, interesting. Speaking of big waves, big ferry news during the week, Sammy. Really? I'll fill you in in a couple of moments' time. Sydney Harbour? Because <laughs> our, our government has uh, been harbouring some secrets, hey, which nice. have uh, just been leaked in the cabinet files. Nice. Very controversial stuff. Speaking of controversial, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Uh, I've been watching... I'll have a little bit of a wrap-up in a couple of moments. Tequila shortage. A world tequila shortage. A world Tim. tequila shortage. We'll have the exclusive details. Uh, all that and plenty more this week on the Tim and Sammy podcast. Tim. Sammy. Tim, how are you, mate? Uh, very well, mate. Excited B- to be back for another podcast. So am I. So am I. It's a little late night recording we're doing. It, a little later than we normally would do it. Yeah, but I guess we don't really usually broadcast when we do record, but I can tell you that <laughs> tonight has a bit of a romantic feel. Uh, t- <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it is. Candlelight. No. No, this is well. This is podcast at first sight. Yeah. We've, nev- we've never met before. <laughs> a couple of psychologists have paired us together. I think this will be good. I think this will be funny. Good chemistry so far. Good chemistry so but far. But it's not binding. After eight weeks, we can walk away. No, that's that's right. And I mean, uh, I mean, our families aren't supportive of this podcast at all, Sammy. But no. I hope in the end that they're going to they're going to no. come around. And in fact, Tim, they're not the only ones that aren't supportive. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the only ones that aren't supportive of the podcast. A lot of people aren't supportive of this podcast, Sammy. One person in particular is. Express particular oh, disinterest really? in our podcast. Have we got an enemy of the show? We do, Tim. Let's talk about it after the break. <laughs> Tim and Sammy. Sammy, you teased this before the break. I can't believe it. We've got an enemy of the show. That's right, Tim. Tim. Now, look, we we have joked about making powerful enemies of the show. We have. We've said some bad stuff about Kim Jong Un. Apologies again, Supreme Leader. This is things about Trump. Uh, Apologies again, Supreme Leader. <laughs> I had a few b- digs at Bernard Tomic. <laughs> Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. We will continue to. Um, But never in our wildest dreams did we imagine that we'd be publicly outed by such a high-ranking member of the government. I mean, I can hardly fathom... high-ranking member of the government. Yeah, I can hardly fathom, Tim, how quickly this has gone right to the top. Right to the top. Yeah. A high-level member of... That's it. Yeah. Are you ready for the the name, Tim? I'm ready for the name. Sure? Yeah. Brace yourself. Okay. Who is it? Who's our enemy of the show? I can't even believe it. Ben Shields. Sorry? Ring, ring any bells? Um, ben Shields. Really? No. I'm surprising because, you know, in 1999, he actually became the youngest ever elected representative in Australia at 18 years old to a place that some describe as the jewel in the crown that is the Orana region in New South Wales. <laughs> oh, no. That's right, Dubbo. 
Dubbo. Um, ben Shields, and 18 years later, again, he has risen through the ranks to become the mayor of Dubbo. The mayor of Dubbo is our enemy of the show. Ben Shields, the mayor of Dubbo, the unhonourable mayor of Dubbo, well, is an enemy of the show. He's peaked, though. I think, think, think it's dishonourable. Dishonourable. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, yeah, he'd pick me up on that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so how is he our enemy of the show? Well, Tim, I will explain in... Great detail. <laughs> and I will spare no expense in my... Uh... So, and so he's reached the top, Tim. And from the top, atop his throne, he can see everything. Every major problem that the city of Dubbo needs dealt with. And he has prioritised over the drug problems, over the crime rates, over whether the wheelie bins go on the street or on the nature strip. He has prioritised taking down the biggest comedy podcast and Facebook page in Australia. Nay, the world. Nay, probably just South eastern suburbs of Melbourne. And <laughs> us as well. <laughs> and us as well. But look, like any self-respecting politician, he didn't try to take us down in a press conference or an email. How did he do it? Tim, he left a one-star rating on our Facebook page. You're kidding. On our Facebook page. You're kidding. One star? One star? It's a great Facebook page, Tim and Sammy, and all, all other social medias. That'd, that'd be facebook.com forward slash Tim and Sammy. <laughs> And that'd be similar on Instagram and Twitter, wouldn't it? No, yeah, it would. I think it would. Yeah, t- one star. Yeah, one star. Quick question: Did he write a comment? Yes, he did leave a comment. He wrote, and I quote: "Unoriginal, done before, trying to be popular, high school humor." You're kidding. Yep. And like, due to I mean, his- I mean, there's a good poster quote. Yeah, exactly. At least we got a quote now. <laughs> He's got a quote. As someone who was elected to council whilst still at high school, I really doubt he was really privy to what high school humor is. So. <laughs> Because um, he would have been, unpopular. and also trying to be popular isn't that the role of a mayor? <laughs> I mean, isn't that, isn't that what he's doing? Exactly, isn't that's that what he is. Job? Yes, he, what? he does the same thing, and like we and we aren't trying to please everyone, but yeah, as as you put, as a fr- friend of mine pointed if, if out, anything we're pleasing no one. Yeah. tell me a bit more about yeah, our enemy like, of the show. We, I feel like we he knows a lot about us now. Yeah, we need to know more about him. Absolutely, we need to be prepared. Mm. <laughs> so, Mayor Shields, he believes that Dubbo, if, if that is his real name, <laughs> yeah. He is in favour of a lot of redevelopment, development of Dubbo. And he believes that Dubbo has the potential to be the Chicago of New South Wales. Really? (laughs) Now, now we don't want to make more enemies in Dubbo. So, let's just say on the record that Dubbo is a beautiful part of the world. It is. Is Chicago? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he's also often heard saying, Dubbo should be known as the city where the cement never dries. Probably because it's so so humid all the time. (laughs) The moisture just hangs in the air and keeps everything warm and damp. And that's a terrible thing. You don't want to be the city where the cement never dries. I mean, the footpaths are rendered useless. <laughs> this, is only, this is from his... It's not like a slander. This is from his website. I think Dubbo should be known as a city where infrastructure is poorly completed. <laughs> and impossible to... Com- Nothing ever gets done. <laughs> he has since deleted his comment. Um, has he really? Yes. He's, uh, that's called withdrawing in uh, mayoral speak. <laughs> So it may or may not be because two of my friends actually, friends of the show, fought fire with fire. They took him down keyboard warrior style. Well done. Um, so well, that's a win. I mean, not that we're encouraging vigilante violence, <laughs> but no, if there you, are any friends of the show. If you did want to stick it to Councillor Shields, then leaving a, a fairly positive review on facebook.com forward slash Tim and Sammy, that might be the way to go about it. <laughs> There's no reason why the Tim and Sammy podcast and the mayor of Dubbo cannot yeah. coexist it, happily. Yeah, I mean, we would be happy with as much as a, I don't know, uh, a formal apology <laughs> in in like on, on t- national television. 
if he can swing that. I he, think that'd be fine. On uh, nine, what is it? Win on, on win news. On win, on win news. <laughs> Maybe you and I need to go to Dubbo and confront we, Shields we face to face. That's it. Little road trip. Yeah. Does. Shields yields. Hashtag shields yields. Hashtag shields yields. Get that trending. <laughs> Get him apologising. Uh, does the gun go through Dubbo? Because that would really... I don't know, but it'll give us plenty of time to think about it. <laughs> Sammy, when big news breaks, who do people turn to? Well, they turn to Tim and Sammy. Exactly. Let's not waste any time. Let's jump in with the biggest story of the week. Yep. And maybe even the year. To breaking news out of Sydney, and there are new details surrounding the controversial naming of the Sydney Harbour boat Ferry McFerryface. Ferry McFerryface is in the news, Sammy. It's a big story. Wow. Ferry McFerryface? What could Ferry McFerryface have done wrong? Ferry McFerryface, the controversial name for a Sydney ferry, supposedly chosen by the public, was not actually voted in by the public. <laughs> But it was chosen by the New South Wales Transport Minister. Can you believe it? I love... Wait, they claimed it was public choice. Because I think I remember the vote. Yeah. Because... I remember the vote because it was funny because uh, it's following the same trend as... um, There was a British ship uh, research vessel that was Boaty McBoatface. Mm -hmm. And there was a Swedish train... That I believe was Trainy McTrain face. Okay. I mean, this is just it- a slap in the facey McFace face. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Jim and Sammy. Uh, Sorry. Oh, I think I've burst a blood vessel in my head. That was, that was too... That was too, didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> I did not see that coming, Tim. I think we peaked there. Well, let's... let's Maybe, do, let's move Well, let's dive a bit deeper. It's too good. This guy... I, lo- I think this guy deserves a medal. Let's anyway. dive a little deeper into the story. And it was Nine News who did the, the heavy... The heavy lifting. Yeah, sure. Very McFerryface not only didn't qualify under the government's own criteria, it attracted just 182 votes. 182 votes. <laughs> What was the next one at? Well, I think I think the one the name that one had over two thousand eight hundred votes. Oh my gosh! So a name that not only didn't qualify, I'm not sure why I didn't why Ferry <laughs> yeah. McFerryface didn't qualify. Yeah. I only got one hundred eighty two votes, and that was probably the minister for transport himself on his like three different email <laughs> accounts. Well, it was a, it was a big nine news investigation. A nine news freedom of information investigation, freedom of information, Mick freedom of information face has found not only did the competition to name the ferry cost one hundred thousand taxpayer dollars. But the transport minister was warned of highly publicised mishaps around silly names. Yet still, he decided on Ferry McFerryface. So that was Freedom of Information McFreedom Information Face. (laughs) (laughs) Very heavy hitting report. Very good there. The competition cost $100,000 and a name that not only was ineligible against the criteria, but only received 182 votes, was elected. And he, so he just chose his own. He, he just chose his own. They've 100 grand. He's like, oh, they won't mind. They won't mind. What's 100 grand? Yeah. That, that's like when you steal a chip from someone who's bought their own chips. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. But he, this is, he's playing with lots of government money here. That is so funny. Oh, this guy does... I think good on him. I'm disappointed that it's being taken away, mm. to be honest. Oh, are you? Yeah, I think this guy deserves a medal. So it was the New South Wales Transport Minister, and I believe he said it was... Even though it wasn't officially chosen, it was a name for the kids. It was only going to be for a couple of months over the summer holidays. It was, it was like, yeah, he was doing he was doing it for the children. It was doing the like, and they'd all be so disappointed. I can imagine the minister going home. You know, I know when I go home and look my children in the eye and say, "Chubby McChub face, and, <laughs> <laughs> and Girly McGirl face." <laughs> They're changing the name. 
and they will be very upset. Oh, well done. Well done. Well done. Really, yeah. It's it's standing ovation in here. Yeah. Even Councillor Shields from the from the Dubbo <laughs> Shire. And we've got the five hundred cloistered nuns from last week have come They're back. They're on again. their feet. Good on you guys. You're listening to the Tim and Sammy podcast. Tim. Sam. It's time for Sammy's news says. <laughs> Original tune. There has been a leak of many highly classified government documents. Has there really? Yes, and not just pertaining to our country, Tim, but reportedly revealing highly sensitive information of at least five other countries, our allies. Is this more about the ferry? (laughs) (laughs) Is this more about McFerry face? It's made a run for it. It's got files on board. Um, But look, there are so many shocking things that have come out of these reports that have been uh, kind of leaked. So uh, some, along the lines that there's the AFP lost hundreds of security files. Scott Morrison requested ASIO deliberately delay security checks on asylum seekers so that people close to being granted permanent protection would miss the deadline. Uh, the government consulted Andrew Bolt on how they would change a law he was found guilty of so he wouldn't be found guilty of it again. Crazy stuff. Really? Crazy stuff. Lots of stuff. Now, they're called... <laughs> and I believe... Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, leaked sensitive information about a certain mayor of a certain New South Wales town. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of dirt on him. Lots of dirt on him. We, but we wouldn't go as far as we, trashing no, God his no. name. So they're called the cabinet files. and <laughs> probably, probably because they're files from cabinets. Exactly. It? That's my favourite part. It's not because they're part of a ministry or cabin, cabinet, like a government term. You know what I'm saying? No, they're right, called I that. Know you don't. <laughs> I, no, I don't, but you do. <laughs> So they're called that because all these files were found in a filing cabinet. Two filing cabinets. You're kidding. That were sold at an ex-government furniture sale. Yep. They were in old filing cabinets. Yeah. No, like they were just selling off some old furniture and forgot to take out, you know, the whole heap of highly classified documents. <laughs> How do you forget that? Someone's going around the office. Hey, uh, Malk, we're having a garage sale. Can I just take these <laughs> filing cabinets? Uh, yeah, I, I can't say why not. Is, yeah. there, is there anything in them? Ah. Uh, Probably not. Probably not. Should we check? Oh, I'd have to It'd get... only waste valuable time. Wouldn't it? I've got a country to run. <laughs> um, I've got a ferry name to change. <laughs> Worse still is who bought the filing cabinets. Who bought the filing cabinets? The ABC. Was journalists from the ABC? You're kidding. Bought it. Like it's if there's anyone worse to have sold them to. Like if it was just an old lady, like she probably would have returned them. Yeah. You know? Or use like, them as scrap oh, paper. Ex- exactly. She <laughs> put a, put them at the bottom of her birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> but a journalist at the ABC. Yeah. That, I mean, that is the worst person who can find it, those. It's like sending a bitchy text about someone, but accidentally sending it to them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like how embarrassing! Like, oh my god. No, it's, it's worse. It's worse. It's like accidentally posting that text as a Facebook status, tweet, and then you know their parents see it, and your parents see it, and all the parents have bombs, and they used to trust you, and now the metaphor's gone because it's just way worse than any of that. <laughs> but, but can can you imagine like Antiques Roadshow Canberra? Where oh. You're sitting there in front of the expert. You've got this ancient filing cabinet, and they just they start off by just describing the cabinet. So it's an old artifact. I mean, I mean, it looks pretty worn. When did you get it? Maybe it's 20, 30 years old. It's grayed. No, no, it was. It's always been grey. <laughs> Let's have a little peek inside. <laughs> oh my! Oh my goodness me! <laughs> ASIO documents, immigration documents. <laughs> these are very valuable. If these were to come up at auction, I could imagine <laughs> somewhere between fifty to sixty pounds. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> and the little old lady. Yeah, they go, 
I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea top secret cabinet documents were I in there. I just got it at an old brick of brack store. <laughs> I couldn't sell it. That's where I put my... <laughs> I couldn't sell that's it. That's where I put my clippings. Sammy, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Uh, not yet you aren't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice try. And, uh, not leaving. Uh, obviously, we're recording this podcast from the jungles of South Africa. Yes. Uh, just talking into a mere coconut and shell and sitting on a couple of logs. Yeah, and we've got Joel Creasy bound and gagged. <laughs> Uh, right next to us. Have you been watching any of the jungle? Oh, Tim, I've I've seen a little bit, but I've missed almost all of so it. So we had a we had a beautiful blessing at the start of the show, courtesy of Jackie. Yes. Jackie's one of the celebs in there from the Real Housewives of Melbourne. Right, that's her. She's a psychic medium, would you believe? I I wouldn't. <laughs> because it's not a real thing, is it? <laughs> that's exactly right. But she revealed something interesting earlier on in the week. Take a listen. Because I'm obviously psychic, I'm Always going to the toilet because I have to remove people's energies. So on top of drinking so much water, I have to go to the toilet like 10 times a night. All that energy that she's taking on makes her have to go pee a lot. <laughs> so I mean, obviously because she's a psychic, she has to go to the toilet 10 times a oh, night. So obviously, <laughs> wait, people's energies are in your pee? <laughs> so what Jackie was saying is that because she... she receives a lot of spirits, a lot of energies from, from everywhere. All that energy is stored inside her. It's got to come out somehow. I also heard her saying she drinks a lot of water. So <laughs> is it spirits or is it I'm gonna because do, you drink a lot I'm of I'm going to do a little psychic reading here and say that what she actually has is a bladder control issues. Yeah. <laughs> Other big news during the week is the celebrities got their luxury items. So they're okay. one item that they're allowed to take into the camp. So mm. in the camp, they've got absolutely nothing, but they're each allowed to bring one luxury item. Yeah, I did see some. I did see some people trying to sneak things in. So can I read you a couple of yeah, the go. items that they brought? So a couple of people. Someone brought in a volleyball net. That's the one. That's the one thing they brought. <laughs> yeah, I sorry. think Josh Gibson brought in a volleyball net. That's the one thing he bought. Give a show off. Someone brought a blow up chair for the pond. Someone bought. Uh, someone bought a frisbee. Um, Shannon Noll, he's in there. Oh, is he? Yeah, Noll's in there. Yeah, Noll's in there. Brought um, some pingers. <laughs> um, for his luxury item He brought the crazy horse South Australian strip club uh, <laughs> He just shipped it all over there So I mean, That's good Good news for him uh, The Unfortunately He is still barred So <laughs> He just yeah. gets rejected he, every He's night. brought it But he won't be yeah, out loud yeah, yeah. in Yeah w- Will we go into the jungle? I would go Would you go? Would we? Would you go without me? Mm. I reckon by In 10 years time It'll be like Mundine and Green now It'll be two Australia In, in the middle of Australia's <laughs> Biggest feud Yeah They'll send you in first and then they'll send me in. <gasps> yeah, not, and then I'll like, oh, you're kidding, oh, not him. I didn't sign it. This was in the contract. Oh. I ended this after eight weeks of podcast at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see him again. Tim, the world is facing a tequila crisis. Certainly yep. is after our last half uh, hour. Hey-oh. <laughs> I'll, drink to, I'll drink to that. For the listeners. The world could be facing a years-long shortage of tequila. Really? So, yeah. So the higher worldwide demand for the liquor is leading farmers to cut corners during their tequila production. Really? Yeah, including harvesting plants that have yet to fully mature. Oh, um, this is the, sco- the schoolies effect, I think. <laughs> so... <laughs> Ideally, agave plants, which are what they use... No, are, mate, you don't need to tell me. Oh, I know. But maybe for the listeners. Yeah, for the listeners. They're usually allowed to age seven or eight years before being harvested. But farmers have been forced to harvest their agave early <laughs> to meet demand. Really? Yeah, so the younger plants produce less product, meaning more agave is being harvested to produce less tequila. So this could take five to ten years to fix. Wow. Now, Tim, I can't imagine how you are taking this news. <laughs> I'm there, taking it with a shot of... Uh, <laughs> there is there is nothing 
you like more than <laughs> heading out of the town, smashing a few shots of tequila with the boys. Yes, you'll, a big novelty hat. You'll frequently hear Tim shouting, all right, who wants a shot? Shot, shot, <laughs> shot, shot. Yeah, you know, right. What, what are you going to do? What Mate, are you- I don't know. This is the first I've heard of it. And quite frankly, I don't know how I can continue with the podcast. <laughs> I think other industries will suffer as well. Other products will suffer. Really? Like, like I don't know what lemons or salt can be used for if not with shots of tequila. <laughs> they have no other application at all, do what, they? What's going to happen? Um, now, and the people who make bottle lids in the shape of tiny little Mexican hats, oh, I mean, what are they going to do? Exactly. The plastics industry oh, will go <laughs> the under. Plastics the industry, entire plastics. The glass industry <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> what could have caused this? So people having tequila for a while, but now it's just shot up. Who's drinking so to speak. it? That's it. Uh, normally shot down. Do you think that to cope, they'll start introducing tequila restrictions. Target, target one five five liters oh. of alcohol. Per. Uh, will there be like stage one, stage two A? You have to drink tequila with a bucket so that yeah. if anything spills, you can serve it. You must install a tequila saving drink tap in your bar. Every day in the paper, you'll see a little percentage of how full the tequila, <laughs> the tequila supply the is. Dams in Australia. Are full. The dams are full. I'm assuming that tequila's kept in dams. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> We're not animals. So it's been a big podcast. It has been. Just time for a little other, any other business right. before we wrap up. And Woody. I've got a story for you. Oh, listen, I'm listening. Let's talk finance. Great. This is my area. Finally. Financially. That's already a word. <laughs> in the past few weeks, we've talked a little bit about Bitcoin. Yes. Then there was your knockoff, Gallup Coin. Yeah, going well, by the way. <laughs> And now there's this. A Bendigo man has started his own cryptocurrency with an Australian flavour. I mean, isn't that the greatest start to a news story? A Bendigo man has started his own <laughs> cryptocurrency with an Australian flavour. Oh, <laughs> I mean, what can you ask for more? What is it I hear everyone ask? What? Everyone outside the Bendigo region. I'd like to hear a bit more about this Bendigo man's cryptocurrency. Jack Hurley has launched Straya Coin and hopes it could one day be as big as Bitcoin. Straya Coin, Sammy. Coin. I mean, bro shrimp on the barbie and dust off your akubra because there's nothing more australian than australia coin than investing in cryptocurrency <laughs> than investing in a market that a lot of us don't really understand i i'm a bit i'll be honest i'm a bit upset here are you really i am tim because it this guy is really stomping on my turf here because a couple of weeks ago you introduced the world to gallop coin gallop coin I'm- your own Cryptocurrency Yeah I'm thinking that Obviously This Bendigo man Is a listener of the show And if you are listening Brian I imagine your name is Stop stealing my ideas I mean I can't I floated this weeks ago I can't stop it now I've already designed the graphic I'm going to team up With my local cafe Yes Yeah here's my, So here's my idea Here's the plan So let's say 10 gallop coin Costs you 20 bucks <laughs> A coffee will cost you 2 gallop coin $4 But here's the secret Coffee's actually only cost three dollars eighty, so I'm making twenty cents. That's, now, that's now, sorry, that's not how that. And works. obviously, the average Joe might be able to do these maths, which is why I've outsmarted them. And I update the Gallup coin value daily. Do so, you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I just put it into my computer. I just claim the value's gone up or down, or whichever way, so that they think they're paying two dollars for a coffee. But the next day, I just update the figures to make it look like it's crashed again. Like normal Bitcoin does. Crashes every day. So, of course, I mean, of course, all this stuff is costing me more than 20 cents. I've also made t-shirts. So, so far, losing <laughs> a lot of money. But you got to spend Gallup coin to make Gallup coin. And to make Gallup coin, you spend a lot of money. 
But you do realise that as the inventor of garlic coin, if I buy a coffee, mm. right, mm. and it costs two garlic coin, yes, you don't get the money. <laughs> but no. the coffee shop gets the money. Yeah, but no, I'm imagining that they... Uh, have briefly forgotten how money works. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm teaming up with them, like a deal with... Oh, because I just come into the cafe and I pay oh, right. them cash. Right. I pay them cash for the coffees. Of course. And get the Bitcoin. The, and get, the garlic coin. I get garlic the garlic coin, coin back. So then, <laughs> then I get the garlic coin back at a lower price than because, it's been sold because, for. Because fortunately, you get to set the price. <laughs> because it. like every, every cryptocurrency, the price is set by a dude. Yeah. Well, we don't know. Well, <laughs> well you don't know. <laughs> Half of us don't know. What else does garlic coin? What are the other uses of garlic coin? I haven't getting out of a speeding fine. That's it. Yep, yep. Garlic coin. Pay in garlic coin, or at least slow down the process by asking to pay <laughs> in garlic slow coin. Down the process. <laughs> <laughs> that gets you an extension. It does. It you an extension. Um, take garlic coin to any local servo. Um, <laughs> yeah, and what? And if you put it down on the counter fast enough and run away. <laughs> They'll accept it. <laughs> sort of. Well, can I, can I tell you a couple more things about Straya Coin? Tell me about Straya Coin. Hurley asked artist Aaron Tyler to design the logo, which has an Aussie beer can, thongs, and the phrase, yeah, nah, hidden in it. <laughs> I mean, finally, a money's got the phrase, yeah, nah, <laughs> hidden on it. I guess I think they were going to put it in the new $5 note, but just didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, Caroline Chisholm on one end, yeah, yeah nah, nah, the other, the other end. One. You're listening to the Tim and Sammy podcast. Sammy, it's been a real fun show. We've had a lot of laughs. Yeah. Um, can't say the same for the audience, no. but we've had a lot <laughs> we of had laughs. Fun. Sometimes the laughs have to stop because I have a little bit of sad news to end the week on. Why do you always bring up the sad news? We know that I'm the happy one on the podcast. <laughs> I keep everyone's moods up. Tim just brings us down. Well, I'm saddened to have to inform you, Sammy, and the listeners that the founder of Swedish furniture giant IKEA has passed away at his home in Sweden no. at the age of 91. Ingvar Kamprad? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That very man has passed away at the age of 91. Ingvar Kamprad, uh, which is also the name of a three-seat sofa, <laughs> founded IKEA on the family farm in 1943 when he was just 17. As I said, he passed away at the age of 91 at his home. I understand he was halfway through assembling a bookcase. He started in his early 20s. <laughs> but he was farewelled at a beautiful funeral service this week, Sammy. And I believe we have a couple of exclusive details on the service. Because, Tim, his funeral, they've decided, is a great opportunity to showcase some of the new IKEA products. <laughs> There's the, um, uh, the, the new IKEA died books. Or death box. Oh, uh, it's like a do-it-yourself coffin. So the family have had to build it. Build it. Um, it has a built-in cup holder for some reason. And uh, for some reason, it's in the shape of an S. Well, I understand that his coffin was carried down the aisle of the church following yellow arrows on the floor in a, in a beautiful touch. <laughs> and that they started at the top church, then down to the display church, and then finally to the warehouse church. <laughs> I thought that was a beautiful touch. Yeah, it really was. When the paramedics arrived at his home, they tried to get straight to him, but they had to go through several other numbered rooms. <laughs> First, they... They did find a shortcut through the bedroom <laughs> section, but by the time they reached him, it was too late. It was too late. But before he passed away, he actually chose a lot of the music, the readings and the venue for his farewell. But in a fitting touch, his family will be ignoring the instructions. <laughs> which I think is a beautiful touch. Anyway, Sammy, it's time for us to bid farewell as well. Not to the earth. No, not, hopefully not forever. <laughs> hopefully not forever. But I reckon this match on Podcast at First Sight has gone well. I'd like to see you for another podcast. 
I would like to see you for another <laughs> podcast. Like it, and oh. we'll see you guys for another podcast uh, next week. You can catch us anytime on all the socials at Tim and Sammy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you want the Mayor of Dubbo, Councillor Ben Shields to yield, you know what to do. Leave us a good rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you find us. Sammy, I think oh. that wraps it up for another week. I'll drink tequila to that. <laughs> Not long. We'll see you next week. Yeah, nah.